there, my name is Natalie Nation, and you're listening to Feed That Nation. Today I'm going to be talking about the pros and cons of taking summer college courses. Obviously this is a more relevant topic than any of us were expecting given the current situation with quarantine and the pandemic, but I wanted to run through my experience with taking college courses during the summer, pros and cons, things for you to consider, and the different types of college courses that are available. Before we begin, definitely go ahead if you are listening to this podcast on a podcast platform, subscribe to me over there. Definitely go ahead and leave me a five-star review and a rating if you are able. If you're watching me on YouTube, subscribe to my channel, leave me a thumbs up on this video, and leave me a comment below. It helps me out so much. Summer college courses offer students a really awesome opportunity to be able to take classes during the summer that either aren't offered during the spring or fall, or that are offered also during the spring or fall, but would be much more convenient to take over the summer. Students who take summer courses can usually graduate more quickly in fewer semesters than students who don't, and summer classes offer students a level of flexibility that isn't necessarily available in the fall. Now, in a normal situation, a non-quarantine situation, college courses generally are offered either in person, online, or some kind of hybrid. I have taken all versions of this. I've taken in-person summer courses, I've taken completely online summer courses, I've taken courses that were a little bit of both. There are a lot of advantages and disadvantages to all of these options, so I'm going to run through some of that just with my experience. One awesome thing about summer courses is that they take less time. The duration of the class during the summer is usually somewhere between 5 and 10 or 5 and 12 weeks as opposed to a full semester class which would be anywhere from 12 to 15 weeks. So the pro obviously of taking classes during the summer is that you will be done with the class sooner. This was really awesome for me when I took classes like developmental psychology. I took that class online or I took microbiology. I took that class in person over the summer and the duration of these courses was so much shorter and it was really nice to be able to just take it go through it, get it done, and check it off my list, especially because both of those classes were required classes, but they weren't directly related to my major, which was dietetics. The con of that is that because summer courses are essentially the fall or the spring course condensed into summer, there's usually a lot more material that you have to get through in a shorter period of time. So instead of having like one unit or one chapter per week like you would, in a fall or spring course, you might have two per week or one every couple of days or you might have larger quizzes to make up for the fact that you can't do quizzes on every single chapter. So definitely something to keep in mind that if you are somebody who doesn't like when classes move very quickly, summer courses might not be a good fit for you because summer courses tend to be much more condensed than their fall or spring versions. Something else to keep in mind is that summer courses if you're taking them in person, tend to have a lot less flexibility in terms of attendance. For example, the summer microbiology course that I took took place over five weeks and it met, I can't believe it, I, people are so surprised when I say this, this class met four nights a week. It met from 6 to 8 p.m. Monday through Thursday and then there were additional labs that took place from 8 to 10 p.m. on Tuesday and Thursday for me. And this was a five-week course so it started up I think in the first or second week of June and then it was finished shortly after the 4th of July. And I actually really enjoyed this format. I enjoyed 
having my entire day free to do whatever I wanted to do and then at night I would go to class for a few hours and then afterwards I would just go to bed or stay up late watching Netflix or whatever and this particular format was something I really jived with. We moved really quickly but because we were meeting in person every single night it didn't really feel like I was getting overwhelmed by material the way that it can sometimes with online classes because I learn better when I'm sitting in class and that's something I just know about myself. Some people do learn very well in online formats and I am just not one of those people. The downside of this class was that because it took place every evening four nights a week for several hours, there wasn't as much flexibility to miss class if I wanted to miss class or needed to miss class. So if you're somebody who has an unusual work schedule or you like having your evenings free or you have travel planned, taking a course that meets several nights a week or meets regularly throughout the summer might not be a good match for you because summer classes tend to be a bit more strict about attendance. I think also something really important about summer classes that sometimes people tend to forget is that summer classes are more often than not not self-paced, meaning that there are deadlines that you have to meet every week rather than just being able to do the components of the class whenever you want. So again, for me, I'm not somebody who jives very well with online class formats because I tend to just not do well without the physical reminder of being in class to get the work done. So for me, sometimes I struggle in online classes because I will forget, oh shoot, I have something due every Sunday night at you know midnight or whatever, and it will just completely slip my mind. And the other piece of that is that summer courses aren't no work. I mean, I in general, I think online classes are easier to do well in than in-person classes, but also the class is what you make it. In my experience, and this is definitely just my experience, it's much easier to slide by in an online class and get a decent grade, but not learn anything versus an in-person class. You might have to work a little bit harder, but I'm much more likely to actually learn the material if I'm in an in-person class. And that really comes into play with summer courses because for some people, summer courses are a really great way to knock out gen eds. So if you're not as interested in really diving into the material and learning a ton in person, or if you're somebody who learns decently well online, an online summer course might be a good match for you because you can just kind of knock that out, check it off, fill the box, whatever the metaphor is, by taking an online summer class that you won't then have to sit in a classroom for 15 weeks during the fall semester. But then for other people who are very interested in the material that they might be learning in an online class, they might not want to take it in the summer or they might not want to take an online version in the summer because it'll be kind of harder to really connect with the material and really learn the things you want to learn. With summer classes, often the professors who are teaching the classes, if they are not in person, the professor won't necessarily have in-person office hours, so that's something to consider if you are somebody who really prefers to meet with your professors in person. Again, not during the current quarantine pandemic thing, but if you're somebody who prefers to meet with your professors in person, summer courses are gonna usually make it a little bit more difficult to do that. Obviously, the professors are available, but they might be available via appointment or they might be available via Zoom call or phone call instead of an in-person appointment. Summer classes are at least for me, when I was in undergrad and taking summer courses, it was really to my benefit to be taking them because I wanted to knock out classes during the summer so that I wouldn't have to take them during the fall and spring semesters. But now that I'm in graduate school, my perspective has sort of shifted a little bit because of the quarantine and the COVID-19 changes that have been made to my school and my program. Instead of taking several credits of an internship this summer, a full-time in-person internship in a clinic, I will be taking either six or eight credits of online summer courses. 
instead. That's really frustrating to me because I would never have signed up for an online graduate program and that's where we're at right now and obviously I can't do anything to change that. I'm not struggling any more than anybody else is. There are students all over the school, all over the country who are just as frustrated and struggling with this as I am. But that being said, it's kind of sucked a lot of the joy out of taking summer courses and taking online courses for me because it's now a necessity rather than a choice, which kind of sucks. <laughs> I'm not going to lie, that kind of sucks. And I think I'm going to have to work a lot harder this summer to really dive into those classes, dig deep, and actually put into the class what I want to get out of the class. Because it tends to, with online courses, and this is definitely just my experience, it tends to be a little bit easier to just kind of slide by with a decent grade without putting in a ton of work when you're taking an online summer course versus if I was taking an in-person course during fall or spring. But with public health, I'm super interested in the things I'm learning and I'm very invested in getting the most out of my education. So I'm going to have to kind of suck it up so that I can truly get the most out of these classes. Something else to consider if you are thinking about summer courses is financial aid. And every school does this differently. So definitely look into your school's financial aid considerations for summer. Some schools do not accept financial aid for summer courses. Some schools offer a discount for summer courses. Some schools offer different types of financial aid for summer versus fall and spring. So definitely, definitely look into that because, and this is an equity issue here, but like, like I said before, students who can take online classes tend to be able to graduate sooner or they tend to be able to complete a major, a double major or a minor compared to students who don't. But financial aid comes into play. If you, for financial aid reasons, cannot afford to take summer classes, it sort of feels like those students are at a disadvantage compared to students who can, which is, again, something to consider. One last piece of this whole summer class debacle, not a debacle, whatever I want to call it, this summer courses conversation, there we go, conversation, is that summer courses are work. And I know I said that it's easier to kind of slide by without doing too much, but that depends truly on the way the class is being taught and your ability to BS things, your ability to read the textbook, your ability to listen to lectures, your ability to do online discussion boards and take quizzes. And these things all take time and they take actual like quality time of paying attention to the material in order to do these things. So depending on who you are, depending on how comfortable you are with time management, depending on what your schedule looks like, it might not be reasonable for you to take like six or eight credits of an online course and work full time and hang out with your friends and go on vacation and you see where I'm going with this. So definitely before you sign yourself up for 18 million things over the summer, Think about all of those things. Think about your ability to focus on schoolwork versus your commitments to your jobs, your volunteering, your commitments that you've made to take vacations or spend time with your friends, and make sure that you've worked out a good balance for yourself so that you'll be able to be comfortable at being successful at all of these things without being completely over your head, miserable the entire summer with how much that you've got on your plate. I hope you've enjoyed this sort of short episode of Feed That Nation talking about summer courses, pros and cons. If you like this episode, again, if you're listening on a podcast platform, subscribe to me over there. Leave me a five-star review and a rating. If you're listening to me on YouTube, go ahead and subscribe to my channel. Leave me a thumbs up on this video and leave me a comment below. Tell me about what summer courses you're taking this summer. 
I upload new podcast episodes every Wednesday and I upload blogs every Saturday. Go ahead and follow me on Instagram. I am at FeedThatNation and check out my website, FeedThatNation.com. Until next time, my name is Natalie Nation and you're listening to Feed That Nation. Have a great day and I'll see you soon.